Hello and happy Friday, friends. Oh my gosh, here we are again at Friday. I I don't know about you, but my days are just, they're just kind of running into each other. It's crazy. I was just telling Vince that I missed an appointment yesterday. I, I, I don't do that. That's That's not something I do. So life is crazy, friends. That's what I need you to know. Okay. I have very little to say this morning, but we are going to attempt to put a cherry on top of this restoration series today. As the year began, we started off with the topic of restoration, restoring family, restoring the church, restoring the land. What does that all look like? And it has been happening in real time. And it has been wonderful and awful, sometimes all on the same day. (laughs) And the way that I ended up describing it was that it's like exfoliating, right? This probably doesn't apply to the men out there, but it's like exfoliating. (laughs) If you've ever used an exfoliator on your skin, you know that there is an irritation that takes place to get that whole layer of dead skin off. And um, you might not like it in, in the midst of it, but you love the end product. I could, I could sell skincare. (laughs) Anyway, it's all in how we choose to view the things, right? And, And we know that all throughout scripture, there are, there is story upon story upon story about great faith. We know that Hebrews 11 points, yuck, that's hilarious. Hebrews 11 points to, to all of these greats. It's like a, it's like a tour down the, the hall of, of the, the greatness of faith. I just, I love chapter 11 of Hebrews because it clues us in on the great faith that the people had and, and lays it out. This is what they did. And, and we can look at, at their lives and go, yeah, but they also did this. Right. And, and they, what, what I admire so much is I know now that there had to have been a restoration process for them to where they had to submit to the, the deep dive of the hand of God to be able to remove the layers and layers and layers of things that need to be gone to get to the space of restoration. And um, and so with that, this is what I want to say. This is, my, this is the big takeaway today, if that's what you're looking for when you're watching these kinds of things, is that risk is required and risk, when done well, has a way of revealing a better way. And that is the invitation for everyone to enter in. The risk on the part of one person or the faith on the part of one person or a few people doing something together breaks open the the way for everyone to enter in. And we know that in scripture, it has typically been one person that said yes to God and went the distance. And and, and that willingness to, to risk reveals better ways. And, and I can tell you this because I've experienced it, that you can risk something. You can be the one to, to, to hit the button, to do the thing 
And then it's like moments later, you have a, a whole list of ways that it could be done better. You're welcome. That's what I have to say about that. And and we've got to we've got to get comfortable with this because risk really will open up doors for other people to enter in. It's like having your brain power energized when one person lays hold of faith. It's just the nature of the beast. Not like the end time beast, but faith. Faith is powerful. <laughs> I, I am 100% silly this morning. Okay, here's the deal. When faith is utilized, we know that it, it opens things up and it makes a way. And you have two options on the backside of this. You can either go in and you can see the giants or you can go in and see the fruit. Who are you? You have to know. You have to know right now, actually. Who are you in this scenario? Are you the one who has eyes to see the giants or the eyes to see the fruit? This is really important because if you don't decide right now, the day is going to happen to you. And all you're going to be able to see are the giants. God is restoring things for us to be able to play with more of his glory. And I know that using the word play really like probably diminishes the word glory a whole lot. And that's not my intention, but we, we have access. We have more access when we partner with him in restoration. And if you are someone who feels like you have been slapped upside the head 10 times this week by different things, maybe all in the same hour, you're in good company. You are. You're in good company. Are you going to, oh, I love this. Vince said this the other day. Are you going to react or respond? Right? You can either react to, to what is, is coming at you or you can respond. And, and, oh yes, I'd like to frolic in his glory. Yes, Pepper, me too. I just reacted and responded to you. <laughs> Hello, Virginia. Oh, I miss you already. Um, so we need to know what we need to predetermine what our response is going to be. Because in the middle of what feels like turmoil or um, nothing but negative stuff going on all around you. In the middle of that, there is going to be a singular invitation and it's probably going to seem very small. It, little. But that invitation, if responded to in the right way, will make a way for all to frolic in his glory. Right, Pepper? I'm serious. I, I'm not playing around here. I, I've seen this happen. Uh, uh, we've had a, a week like no other. It has been just a constant barrage of negativity, lots of emotion. And in the middle of it all, we started to feel hope, right? Like, oh, you know, we, we've got this. One one decision, one decision can make a way where there seemed to be no other way. And it may seem completely irrelevant, but here's the deal. 
you have to trust the spirit that is living inside of you, that is guiding you and, and telling you, do this one thing, right? Make this one decision and do it with gusto. And suddenly, it just felt like, I, I'm just going to walk you through my own experience here. It's the only thing I know to do. It just felt like suddenly we were so much closer, just so much closer to a geyser of goodness just springing up right underneath us. And so, I don't know. I don't know if this is making any sense to anybody else. It makes sense in my mind. Maybe you'll just catch it later. Maybe you're catching it now. I don't know. But just pay attention. Don't be distracted by all of the lesser things. You, you, you want to move with the spirit and make sure you're moving with the right spirit, right? Negativity and complaining, they don't, they don't partner with God well. Some would even say that negativity and, and complaining, griping is the worship of Satan. And I tend to agree with that because the thing is, is that when we complain and when we gripe and when we just go on and on incessantly about how woeful our lives are, we're not actually um, giving glory to God. We're giving glory to that thing. And it doesn't deserve it. It's not worthy of it, right? So in this restoration process, because we're not over, just because we're done talking about it, um, it's not over. This is going to be the theme of the year. And because God is wanting to get us to a point where he can release more of his glory. And it's his kindness that he doesn't do it anyway. I mean, he could do it anyway, right? Yeah, he could kill us anyway. His glory is potent. He's powerful. And if we are vessels who are restored, we won't be able to hold and release his glory. It would just destroy us. And we can look back through scripture and see that that is true. I'll just point you toward Moses coming down from hanging out with God on the top of the mountain. And he comes down and the people are like, veil yourself. Like we can't, we can't stop. You know, you're, you're too bright. You're too powerful. And what's so intriguing to me in that story is that Moses didn't even know, you know, he was just delighting in being in the presence of the Lord. And he had no idea that he had so much glory on him in that moment that he was, he was creating issues for the rest of Israel because of the brightness of the glory that was on him. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's be those people. Let's let's sneak away, get into the fullness of the glory of God and ask him. Just ask him, come by here, Lord. Come by here. And, and here's what you have to remember in the middle of all of this is that when you come down from that experience, there is going to be someone, at least someone, if not many people that are like, you know, it's just, it's just the way it's going to be because his glory is intended to produce something and it will provoke a restoration process. So if you're in the middle of restoration, kudos, you've done something well.
You've, you've snuck away, you've stolen away to be with Jesus. And you should be proud of yourself. But be careful what you fix your eyes on. You can either see the fruit or you can see the giants. You choose. And the thing is, is like, see, focusing on the giants doesn't mean the fruit isn't there. It is. It's just not your focus and you're missing out. And just because you see the fruit and not the giants doesn't mean the giants aren't there. It just means your focus is the fruit, right? And the fruit will actually empower you to be able to conquer the giants. All right. That is all I'm going to say today. I love you all to pieces. Have an excellent weekend. We'll talk later.